0: This is the Andrew Burchett Podcast, Episode 4, The Spiritual Discipline of Slowing. Our family has plunged headlong into the FFA adventure. For those of you who don't know that term, that's the Future Farmers of America. And Mimi, who is our youngest and 14 years old, is taking on the responsibility of raising a lamb. It will only be a five-month adventure, ending with showing the lamb and selling it at the Silver Dollar Fair. It should be a really good learning experience for all of us. My father's family was in farming and ranching just two generations ago, so this feels a little familiar. And years ago, we were blessed to live among the orchards near the Sacramento River with our young family at the time. And we found the rhythms of agricultural life absolutely delightful. Now, it wasn't until 1370 that the first public clock was installed in Germany in the square. And then, well, it changed the world. The idea of marking time changed the world. The rhythms prior to that was going to bed when it got dark and rising when the sun came up. Days were long and full in the summer and short and slow in the winter. There was a rhythm to the day and even to the year. And it was the French medievalist historian Jacques Le Goff who said this, Life was dominated by agrarian rhythms, free of haste, careless of exactitude, unconcerned by productivity. So the clock created artificial time and we stopped listening to our bodies. And we started rising when our alarms blared into the darkness. Instead of listening to our body's needs and rising when we were done rusting, we became more machine-like than organic or human. Or free. One historian said, Here was man's declaration of independence from the sun, new proof of his mastery over himself and his surroundings. Only later would it be revealed that he had accomplished this mastery by putting himself under the dominion of a machine with imperious demands all its own." Well, until the light bulb came along in 1879, the average person slept 11 hours a night. Can you imagine that? In America, the average is about seven hours of sleep per night. And in 1820, about 70% of the entire US labor force were farmers. We were a nation of farmers who understood the rhythms of days, months, seasons, planting, harvesting, And working while there was sunlight, not pushing ourselves to the limit under artificial light. We understood the natural, God-created rhythms, and we were forced to live within them. Today, only 1.5% of the U.S. labor force are farmers. And I'm not going to try to convince you to become a farmer, although I think we would benefit from more Americans working farms. But I do want to point out that farmers submit themselves to limits. For instance, my future farmer of America, Mimi, if she doesn't care and feed her lamb on a regular basis, it will be weak and possibly die. And if my friends don't water their crops correctly, they won't have a harvest. And there is a correct time to plant your rice, so you'll set you up for a good yield on time before it rains. So these friends of mine have learned to yield to the limits of weather, of, to seasons, soil, and crops. And those who are more a product of industrialization do the opposite. They look for any way to get ahead, any corner that they can cut, any life hack or way to cheat the system, or to get a bigger yield that is cheaper and better. While innovation is a blessing, our pace becomes hurried and our lives disconnected as we lose the health in God's intended rhythms. And I'm realistic, we won't become an agrarian society again, but I think we can bring back agrarian principles to our lives that will bring more health. This would involve rhythms, rituals, seasons, integration. I want to yield to God's intended rhythms that he's provided in nature. John Mark Comer writes this, quote, Rituals are the habits of meaning that give us an anchor and add depth to our lives. The repeatable practices that have come preloaded with sacred imagery and beauty. While we still have rituals in our Western lives, such as weddings and funerals, we have, for the most part, gotten rid of them, or no longer believe in them. As a culture, we're losing ritual, and we're losing rhythm. We're losing rootedness, and depth, and anchoredness, because time, and rhythm, and ritual, these things are no longer external forces that we submit ourselves to. End quote. So as we've been talking about the unforced rhythms of grace I want to challenge you to look at your habits to fully understand habits you've got to think of habits as liturgies and a liturgy is a pattern of words or actions repeated regularly as a way of worship and The definition of liturgy and the different definition of habit are very similar. They're both something repeated over and over, which forms you. The only difference is that a liturgy admits that it's an act of worship. It was philosopher James K.A. Smith who says that the habits we play out day after day are not tangential to our worship, but actually central to it. So as you find spaces to experience the spiritual discipline of slowing this week, may you be more and more aware of the habits that are forming the liturgy of your life.